Hello my lovelies, I'm Jay Aquarian Insight and these are going to be our weekly messages. I don't know how I've started to record these on a Sunday, but it is Sunday the 14th of January, I know a number of 14th of January Capricorns. Happy birthday to you, those of you that are celebrating your birthday today. By the end of this week, the I mean I think it's something like 25, 24 minutes before the sun enters Aquarius, it will be exactly conjunct at the very very end of Capricorn I think it's something like 29 degrees and 59 minutes so right 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 the the tip the tail end of Capricorn the sun and Pluto will be conjunct um in Capricorn for the very last time end of an era guys so that happens and then the sun enters Aquarius um this is all on, I think it happens between at one thirty and 2, just after 2 in the UK next Saturday. 21st is my birthday, so very happy birthday to me. I don't usually celebrate my birthdays or have a big thing about birthdays. I'm, I'm like my mum. My dad does a big thing for his birthdays, not my mum. Uh, so I'm more like my mum. But this year feels like a big one. So I'm going to say happy birthday to me. Right, on the screen right now, you should see me pulling the cards. I've just pulled the oracle card, just pulled a rune. Um... We'll get into that in just a moment. It's been a really big week for me. And maybe for you guys as well. I know there's been a lot of shifts. I just got a message this morning from someone saying, I don't know, I just feel different. Nothing's happened, but I just feel different. It just feels like the tide has turned. Yeah, I know a lot of people that are feeling that way. Um, I had, if you're on the Discord server, then you know this. And thank you to all the newbies that have joined. Um, I had this thing on I think it was Thursday evening and I did share it on Discord when it happened where I felt really broken hearted and just and that sounds awful right who wants to have a broken heart but it just spoke to it just hit me that I'm not going to be doing personal readings anymore and it was a massive change um and so I had a good cry and I just even now I've thank you to everyone who's allowed me to shift their readings earlier this coming week um, I don't really want to start Aquarius seasonals or move into Aquarius season energy until I've wrapped up my own site. Maybe you're wrapping things up as well. That's one of the messages that I would have for you this week. Just from myself, I know this is a bit of a wrap up week. Um, think about that, right? It, it's all signified by that Sun and Pluto conjunction. The last one that we will have, we've been having them all the way since 2008. Um, the last one that we will have in Capricorn, yes. This um, Pluto is going to go back into Capricorn a little bit this year, but the sun won't meet it, the, won't won't be conjuncted. Right. Yes. Big week wrap up. It feels like a lots of things wrapping up. But look at the first card that came out, which was big, bold vision. Uh, let me grab the book. I just remembered I haven't grabbed the book to read it. OK, so we, let's move that there. We have I love this card. Oh God, if I could pick it up, that'd be amazing. I was nicely polishing my desk and it's got, got weird. So we've got big, bold, we've got big, bold vision coming up. Beautiful card. Uh, using the sacred rebel. And let's read what it says. So it says, you were not born to play a small role in life. You have the ability to dream big, even if you have absolutely no idea about how your visions can come to you or what all the details may look like. You can access the heart and guts of a vision by tapping into your wildest dreams and surrendering attachment to exactly how it will all work out. 
And I think a lot of us have been working on that or feeling into that for a while now. And, you know, the cards as always totally back up um, the Oracle, the tarot cards back up the Oracle cards. We have the Seven of Cups central to everything here. So, hey, right. Let me continue. Um, the details are up to the creative genius of the universe. You are an active contributing participant, but not the sole player in your life journey. And that is especially true because we have the Two of Cups coming up in the future that sits directly under that Seven of Cups. So dream it. You don't know who's going to come in and help you. You don't know who you will end up working with. You don't know the partnerships that will form now. We have the South Node in Libra. We have the Sun going into Aquarius. You know, it's all about the collective and individuals knowing who you are. And this really does feel like a final pep talk before we kind of get into this. Um, why? Because the rune that's come up is Manaz, which is the self. So, yes, we're the self. That's that North Node in Aries. But we're changing up how we work with each other as well. And that's very Libra and um, Aquarius. And even the Tree Angel Oracle card that came out, which is Hawthorne. It, oh gosh, it, it looks like, um, it looks like the lover's card if you look at it, look. And remember the ear signs and it's a very ear heavy year that we've got this year, um, especially by the time we get to May. They're, they're the signs of relationships. And, you know, we, we don't always see that because air is so detached. But I believe air facilitates, it facilitates, we communicate, we share with each other through that, we connect with each other through that. And so, yes, it's a big year in terms of that. Right. Sorry, keep interrupting myself. I'll read that bit again. You are an active contributing participant, but not the sole player in your life journey. There is something, a vision or an idea that is coming to you. You may worry that it's too much for you, but don't worry. It is meant to be yours. Although you might have some adjustments to make and some tweaking to do as you let go of your limited thinking and open up to a fearless acceptance of bigger, brighter, more radical and more potent possibilities of creatively living your light in the world. A sign that you are cracking out of your limited thinking to allow for a big, bold vision to come to you is that you might feel a little dizzy with the shrinking limitations and expanding possibilities of life. You may wonder if you are allowed to access so much wonder. Remember that in your healing and growing success as you manifest the big vision, you can touch the hearts of others. That's why the Two of Cups, it's in the future. You can touch the hearts of others through your presence, your inner work, your art and your choices. It is a win-win situation. Those that are meant to live big, bold and visionary lives need to give themselves permission to break the mould and forge newer, more expansive perspectives of what is possible, what is permitted and what is of service. It's about letting go and opening up. Others will benefit from this, even though it is your vision. It is not just about you. You are being asked to remember that when something is right for you, endless synchronicities and support will flow your way. At the right time and in the right way, stay open, receptive, playful and surrendered. This oracle brings you a message. You're about to receive or be invited to become part of a grand visionary beginning. It has the makings of something fantastic. No matter how the journey that brings this vision into reality unfolds, and there will be some twists and turns that you don't see coming, 
it's still helpful you, for you to op to be open to it. Trust your heart, be still with your choices. And when the time feels right and truthful, leap. This oracle brings a message for those who would like to further develop their intuitive sight. It is already happening. Trust in what you perceive, even if it conflicts with what everyone else around you is saying or the surface of things. Trust your inner perceptions. They are accurate and will be proven to be so later on. The healing process below will help you with this also. The oracle brings a general message. Sorry, this oracle brings a general message of positive energy. Trust that things will be coming up roses for you, even if everything seems to be in a bit of shamble of a shambles now. It's really just the essential mess before a truly spectacular success. So I very much kind of get this sense of winding down. Uh, I mean, have a look at this. We have temperance as the advice taking stock of our life, bringing in some moderation. Um, we have two sevens here, right? And uh, and if you're, I, re I do realise people listen to this, I don't always see it. We have the seven of cups central to everything. That's, you know, what we're um, dealing with, what we're aspiring to, what, you know, what is central to everything in this reading. In the present, and they're both present-based cards, we have the seven of swords, which is, you know, what is worth the risk what is worth coming out of the shadows <coughs> excuse me we'll get into that in a moment but already that oracle card is reflected in a massive way um in the tarot cards that sit on the desk in front of me okay so let's read hawthorne and hawthorne is like i said it looks like the love is card have a look at it which is really interesting with the two of cups in the future <coughs> excuse me bloody throat's gone right and this is what it says for hawthorne and it's number six as well um which is the same as the lovers so hawthorne the hawthorne angel represents unity all opposites are reconciled and the essence we call masculine and feminine find their nemesis in the deepest kind of mystical union and ecstasy so you see it does mirror the lovers card we can see this embodied in the flower of the hawthorne which possesses both male and female organs, a powerful symbol traditionally used in spring marriage celebrations. When descending into the denser levels of being and matter, with a source of life fragments into so many tiny reflections, the vibration of a primeval union needs protection. This is where Hawthorne stands guard, watching over the spring of life. In our ordinary everyday lives, we encounter Hawthorne as a hedging plant, with its strong branches and fierce thorns creating enclosures and barriers. It doesn't just protect fields and pastures, but also, also our holy sites, those places where we search for the unity of life through ritual and prayer. Hawthorne is not the tree of life at the centre of the Garden of Eden, but it's the protector, one of the rings of fire that we see in a mandala, mandala there to purify all... <coughs> excuse me there to purify all who pass through it. But if the Hawthorne comes to you today, the way is open. The path into the great mystery is before you. You are invited to step closer. You have been found worthy, although this does not imply a judgment, but rather reflects the forces you attract because of what resonates with you. The mystery found in the temple of the Hawthorne is the sacred alchemical marriage, true love and partnership. It can be between two human beings or between you as an earth protector and Gaia, 
the living planet, life itself. Sorry, I needed to have a bit of a little cough there. Um, Hawthorne's gift to us all are loving attention, empathy and gentleness. And from them spring protection, stability and commitment to one another. Where the power of Hawthorne is missing, we become brittle and mentally stiff. We experience alienation and indifference. We become unreliable and unfaithful, leading to decay and disintegration. So my favourite line, I'm going to say again from this is, Hawthorne's gift to us all are loving attention, empathy and gentleness. And from them spring a protection, sorry, from them spring protection, stability and commitment to one another. It's the we. It's how we are committed to one another. But what do we commit? What is it that we commit to one another? What What is it that we bring to one another? Um, you know, if you if you look at, we're coming to the tail end of Capricorn season. And that is part of Capricorn, I always think. It, it's, you know, how do we use, with Pluto there, how do we use our power? You know, our use of Capricorn. How do we use our resources? What do we do? What do we achieve? What are we what are we building? You know, with all of this earth energy. So it's the eye um, within that. And that's Manas, this rune that we see here. That that is Manas. Um, you can have a look. It's very simply the self. What do we you know, and it's always been like, you know, how what gets me up the mountain? And you heard me say this, I think it was at the end of last week's weekly, or maybe it was the week before, I don't remember now. But I said something along the lines of, um, you know, in the past, if you look at historically, it's always been about what we have built together. And I'm not saying that goes away. You know, I've, I've been saying for months that it's not about taking people and things off the stage. It's about having more things on, the, you know, showcasing more parts of ourselves, not re reducing ourselves. It's not that reductionist way of living anymore. And what I said was, you know, it was always about the cathedrals or the pyramids or these great monuments that we built or the great wars that we, you know, if you think about, oh, yeah, the Allies won World War Two. What about the people? What are the stories of the people who did that? You know, you can say, oh, the US did this and the UK did that and oh, Germany did this. Right. But what is the US, the UK, Germany, any other country like Italy, Spain, you know, China, whatever country you want to look at, what is a country? It is the sum parts of the people. It, what are these achievements that we look at? How are they achieved by the people that do that? So if we can't do that collectively, unless we do that within our own lives individually. And so remember what Hawthorne said um, in this you know, we're there for one another. And in your own life, think about, forget everyone else for a moment. Think about in your own life. Are you defined by the monuments that you build in your life, by the house that you have, by the job that you have? Or is it how you, <clears throat> excuse me, is it how you come together within yourself, within your inner team and how you have worked together? I mean, what is that for me? So who is Jay? Is Jay the reader? Is Jay the, you know, the, <clears throat> excuse me, the person who lives in this house? Am I the Londoner? Am I the Brit? You know, what, who is Jay? Yes to all those things, but also no. Jay is someone who's beyond that. You are someone who's beyond that. And it's not a natural way of living. Like, we haven't really done it. 
you know, as much as we might say, yeah, yeah, no, I have. Like, you know, it, even spirituality, I think, can take us away. On the one hand, it's the ultra materialistic being defined by, you know, our, our physical, the monuments that we build. I'm just going to keep calling it that, right? The monuments that we build within our lives. But on the other hand, um, and I've actually had a lot of meditation and work around this. I was thinking about ascended masters and it might, you know, the kinds of ideas that I have around that may sound kind of blasphemous to some people, like it's heresy. How dare you um, think this stuff? Like, you know, how can you think this about the ascended masters? But I think if we're, we're too materialistic on the one hand, we're too spiritual on the other as well. And you're thinking, how can that be? If we're calling to ascended masters and, or we're aspiring to ascend, right? Ascension and all of this kind of stuff, then where is the bit in the middle? Like we can go to one extreme or the other a little bit too much. And one of the things I was thinking about was what would be an alternative to an ascended master? I don't mean in terms of, you know, Jesus or Buddha. Like they, they are there. Like, you know, if we have beliefs in these kind of higher entities, great, right? You know, I'm not... I'm not trying to put any of that down, but are you an ascended master? Can you be an ascended master? What does that mean? And how do you do that in this way that Hawthorne talks about with the marriage of heaven and earth? And so I was working with this phrase and I was thinking, this is not to replace again, remember, ascended masters. But I was thinking instead of an ascended master, like think about within the name of that, is ascended you've had to rise up above something so it brings hierarchies and stuff it's all capricorn kind of language master which means you were a beginner somewhere as if we're not always beginning and mastering things in every given moment and so i came up with a new phrase that i want to use around this energy which i think we can all embody is unified presence so you know instead of ascending we are unifying Instead of mastering, we are bringing our full presence to things. So that is my phrase that I have came up with um, around this. I don't know if that's already a phrase, but it, for me, it's very specific the way that I use it, which is a unified presence. I might call this video unified presence because that's you're not ascending, you're unifying. You're not mastering, you're bringing your presence, integrating your presence into groups jobs you know whatever it is skills that you have so unified presence is the way that i want to go forward and the wisdom of it and maybe i'll, I'll do like a video explaining and i say that every week and i don't do it but trust me this is the last week of um personal reading so i'm gonna be i'm gonna be new jay with loads of time to do loads of different things you'll get sick of my rambles uh, whether they're rambles or essays are is yet to be seen but that's kind of the energy that I feel in that sense, because it's not enough just to like we're not winning based on the old game. The rules of the game have changed. The games have changed. And so when we and and that's going to be part of the challenge. And that's why I love that this year's got like Jupiter going into Gemini and obviously Pluto coming into Aquarius. It's the first air season of the year. Let's be mindful of the language that we use and what it means. Now, we don't have to change every single word, but language does change. Um, you know, it has changed over the last hundred years. You know, however, if you look at English, it's changed so much. 
words fall in and out of favor right with the collective um but there are certain things that i do feel are changing the language that we use and it's not so much because the words are wrong it's because if we, we can continue to use those words but it will we have a different meaning so let's try to convey our meaning in a different way okay i've rambled on enough about that let's read manas <laughs> and i do believe manas has come up if there's a rune that's come up the most i think in the last few months it's been manas right makes sense north node in aries which i say all the time so it says the start it's the first rune as well by the way guys the starting point is the self its essence is water only clarity willingness to change is effective now a correct relationship to yourself is primary for from it flow all possible right relationships with others and with the divine and this is what i mean think about where you get lost in the monuments that you build in your life even the disasters that you build right or that you don't build right if you want to see it that way in that whatever takes place it's something that happens it's not you it's an expression of you you were a part of it what was the role that you played in that but we can't be defined by that we can't be defined by the past or future successes or failures that we have um that is to lose the self so remain modest that is the oracle's counsel regardless of how great many sorry no regardless of how great may be your merit be yielding devoted and moderate for then you have a true direction for your life be in the world but not of it and yet do not be closed narrow or judging rather remain receptive to impulses flowing from the divine within and without strive to live the ordinary life in a non-ordinary way remember at all times what is coming to be and passing away and focus on that which abides nothing less is called for from you now this is a time of major growth and rectification and as a rule rectification must come before progress and this is why i think temperance comes up as the advice this is getting our ducks in a row this week right this is a time of oh i said that bit um the field is tilled before the seed is planted the garden is weeded before the flower blooms and the self must know stillness before it can recover its true song no sorry before it can discover oh that's interesting that i said recover maybe that's the thing right discover its true song now is not a time to seek credit for accomplishments or to focus on results not the monuments instead be content to do your task for the task's own sake herein lies the secret of experiencing a true present if you take the rune of the self and cut it down the middle you will see the rune for joy with its mirror image there is here a subtle create caution against carelessness the self is required to balance the self nothing in excess was the second phrase written over the gateway to the temple at Del delphi the first council was know thyself with these words the alphabet of the runes begins reversed if you feel blocked manas urge, urges you to begin by being clear with yourself do not turn to others now but look inside in silence for the enemy of your progress no matter what area of your life is in disarray stop and consider and that's very temperance as well you will recognize the outer enemy as but a reflection of what you have not until now been able or willing to recognize as coming from within you 
sorry, from within. Above all, do not give yourself ears. Breaking the momentum of past habits is the challenge here. In the life of the spirit, you are always at the beginning. And in that sense, we are always mastering and beginning. We're always, you know, um, initiating something and mastering something in that. Cycles within cycles within cycles, always. So then let's get to these cards, right? I want to begin with the Four of Wands um, in the past. Why is that? Because the Four of Wands, it says, celebrate how far you've come. And that kind of feels like this past month, if I'm completely honest. Um, it's the foundation. It's the platform that we've had, right? It's what we've built, what we've done. And, you know, yes, it's the Ace of Wands and, the two, you know, we have an inspiration. We have a spark. Two of Wands, we take it in a, a different direction that we've done before. Three of Wands, we fully face and start acting in line with what we expect or would like to happen. And then this is where we have a level of achievement. Like we pause for a moment. We celebrate how far we've come. And I do remember, I don't remember if it was last week. You know, I've done so many readings, guys. I could have done a reading three days ago and it will feel like three months ago because I've done so many in that space of time. So you'll have to forgive me if I'm mi mi mixing up the weeklies. But I think it was last week or maybe the, where it was the two aces. Remember the ace of cups and the ace of wands and I was getting all um, sexual almost like, you know, the fertility and creation and the phallic symbol and, you know, the, the masculine and the feminine. That's Hawthorne coming up um, in some ways. But I do remember that was in the present. And now we have we're coming in with this. So we, it's, it is like a bloody saga, right? This this weekly episode. This is the recap of whenever that was last week or the week before. So with the four of wands, it's a celebrate. And in this four of wands and they, they were talking about spring marriages. This looks like a spring marriage. It's an Aries card. It's a celebration. Now, the four of wands is to do, if we go beyond all of those kind of foundations and all the rest of it, it's where our creative energies are encouraged. You know, and we can do that by changing work. We can do that by changing our homes, by redecorating. I just got a new desk set up. You know, that's very four of wands as well. Um, but it's in the past. So that focus on the environment and the kind of environment that we need to create. Yeah. That's come up there. Let's get a clarify. I mean, that's quite beautiful. These are both celebrations. This is why it may be the last month that this is talking about. Think about Christmas, New Year's, all of that, you know. I, I know it's been a bit of a slow start to the year with all that promise of everything going direct and Mars entering Capricorn. Um, but I think it has, it you know, there has been something about, even within yourself, if you feel right, uh, you know, I've got this, especially if you've had a birthday, you know, there's this um, boost. I did, I've been doing a lot of readings. I've done a lot of readings for Earth Signs, actually, the last, end of this week, Capricorns and Virgos. I had a day where I had nothing but Virgo suns all day that day I did readings for and there's a sense here of just knowing not you know, I mean knowing's not the right word I mean that is the Aquarius word I know but at this point you may not know you know what you've completed you know what you the you stand on something 
you have this idea of what happiness feels like and for some of you that is a hope that you didn't know existed right maybe you were feeling dragged down and just oh god like you know what's going on here um and you've entered the year with a lot of hope that this year will be better or that, that i can do something this year or the energy has to have changed maybe you've been watching a lot of astrologers and you you hear all of this now hopefully the you watch me i'm pretty certain that you wouldn't do this but hopefully you're not coming at this from that things will change right it i prefer to look at it as yes the seasons change the weather changes um but it's more oh i get to go if it's winter i get to go sledding right if it's snowing i get to put my snow boots on i get to do this now it's the right weather it's conducive for me to do this it's much easier for me to do whatever i needed to do i wanted to do right so if i wanted to go skiing um i could go skiing in summer but it would be harder for me i'd have to probably trek somewhere or go do something um where it might be easier in in winter to do that i may not have to travel so far or it'd be so difficult so there is this kind of ease that is very supportive of now acting on wishes desires expansions you know whatever it is of unifying your presence if to use my phrase that i, I like to i'm probably going to overuse and drive everyone nuts but hey you're welcome so we've got that coming up in the past in the present i'm sorry it, it's not present in the past we have four of one ten of cups yes we've got this kind of celebratory kind of energy of what's possible now in the under for the underlying we have death and the ace of wands and i'm pretty certain death came up with the ace of wands ace of cups a while back whenever that was those of you that remember let me know in the comments uh, or let us know in the comments let's see what death is saying i mean just to kind of the the reading is bookended but it very clearly tells us the phase or the stage that we're in in how it it's bookended we have number 13 death right transformation long term it's been a change that's been happening for a long time and we've had to face within ourselves those parts where we have handled the change in the transformation with grace and dignity and where we have not where we have struggled against it so we've got that number 13 right at the beginning the first card out but we have 14 temperance coming up as the last card out in this basic reading because everything else just clarifies it so after that change take stock we don't want to just go from old habits you know this is not just about i'm going oh i've always wanted that job or i've always wanted this whatever it's that understanding this is an opportunity for me to show up in a completely new way this is really kind of goofy movie called the new guy and it, we were just talking about it a few weeks ago with me and my friends it's the kind of movie i would never choose to watch because it's just not my type of movie and i accidentally watched it and i love it and i've seen it quite a few times since then it's got that dj qual guy i think his name is um very strange looking man but he wants to be a new him and he joins this new school and he embraces it fully he fully embraces that this is an opportunity for me to be the new guy to be a new guy not just the new person on the campus, but I get to be someone else. So I'll say that this card was at the yeah, four of pentacles. Now, all right, let's get one more. Interesting. So with the fours coming up in the past, remember with fours, not a lot changes. 
bores are usually a pause. All right. So death is coming up with the four of pentacles and this also signifies so look at where the changes have happened around what where we feel secure around i mean both the foundations coming up but a foundation for what were you building a foundation for a little cottage that you wanted to build and now you realize your foundation is so strong that you can build a tower block i know one is a little bit more quaint and romantic than the other one but do you know what i mean that it, you don't have to literally build those that there has been a change of what you find comfortable there has been a change of what your comfort comfort zone is there has been a change of what you where you find yourself vulnerable now this is a capricorn card if you listen to that talk that i did a few weeks ago of you know spiritual emptiness syndrome i talked about the four pentacles this is the new vision tarot that i'm holding up or tarot of the new vision rather and we don't see him from the front we see him from the back so the part of himself where he is the most vulnerable that is where we see this guy and we also see what he is looking at and he is looking at a mountain and this is why we know like mate you can sit at the bottom of the mountain holding on to your coins or holding on to your pentacles it won't get you up the mountain nothing ventured nothing gained So a lot of us have understood the the magnitude, remember the big, bold vision, <clears throat> excuse me, of what, what may, we may have to do to kind of create new lives or to go forward. But the other thing that comes up here is if we're asking this guy, mate, what's your big, bold vision? He can only see a mountain. He can only see the challenges. That's important to remember with the seven of swords sat underneath it, which if you can only see the challenge you can only see you know that oh god like this is a, a massive mountain how do i get over that then you may want to avoid that <clears throat> now go to the ace of wands which is a spark which is that spark that all of us have within us it aces hold the potential of the whole suit and this is fire this is wands energy which is how we give our energy out into the world our creative pursuits right um how we show up what we do with all of that where we direct our energy and you've got the moon here and it's like well i don't even know right you we can't see clearly what that says to me so much has been changing that we can't see clearly we've just kind of held on to whatever can keep us safe in the moment um but in the same vein we may not know where we're coming from right we may not know where we're going but there is a theme with the moon and the ace of wands of that spark that you hold within yourself. If it's a little tea light that you have, right, that you carry it forward, it will light your way for you. You may not see the whole path. That's what Big Bold Vision was talking about. And if you think about this with the four of pentacles, that mountain in front of him, the vision isn't outside of himself. The vision is what what is the vision in all of this? It's your intuition. It's your imagination. The moon It's the ace of wands. It's that spark within you. So, yes, we can look outside of ourselves and think, you know, where's the opportunity or where's the chance or where's the whatever. But really where we're coming from is building that within ourselves, knowing what that feels like. Now, central to all of this is Seven of Cups. Seven of Cups is what is a dream worth pursuing? So if you look at a mountain, what would get you up that mountain? 
what would get you to walk into the shadows, into the unknown and face your fears? What would get you to express that spark that you have within yourself, to even own that you have a spark within yourself? That's what the Seven of Cups says. Look at all the fours coming up in that top um, row. So here we have the Four of Cups. We've looked at this as well, right? Judgment. All right. Getting good. I knew it. I just knew it. But where's the star? I bet the star comes up. There we go. There's the star. So you got you've got these fours at the top. What in the past we paused to see what what would what's gonna make me happy? What do I want to build here? What does my happiness feel like? Not look like. What does it feel like? Four of Pentacles, though, we look at the physical and it's like, God, I feel so vulnerable. I don't really know how much I've got to give to this. All I can see is a bloody mountain ahead of me. What do I do? But then we asked the question, well, what would get you up that mountain? What is a dream worth pursuing? And judgment, excuse me, screaming, judgment is rebirth. It's Pluto. So you've got Pluto in Aquarius, the focus. I mean, you can't make this shit up, guys. And if you're willing to look, I mean, that's the beauty of the moon card. It doesn't work from the point of view of everything is clearly laid out for you, right? Signposted, here you go, in, in that sense. We can't see. If we use the physical reality to have a look around, we don't see anything. But like, I'll give an example. It just happened to me today, actually. I walked into the kitchen and it was kind of late and my dad's got very, he's got dietary needs, he's older. So he usually has fruit first thing in the morning as part of his breakfast. But so it was really strange. He It was two in the afternoon or something and he was having fruit, which is not normal for him. You won't usually eat fruit that late. Um, and on this plate, I saw this kind of cracked open um, pomegranate. And, you know, pomegranates are not something strange in my life. I've seen them plenty of times. And I looked at it and I just thought of the high priestess and I just thought of Persephone and, you know, marking the seasons changing. And this is what I mean, that, you know, that pomegranate didn't have a message for me, but I saw a message that I had within myself through that pomegranate, just looking at it. And that was just me walking through the kitchen. Didn't have to say anything, didn't have to do anything. I just saw this pomegranate on a plate, my dad fussing around with it. And, you know, the fact that obviously a Leo <laughs> brought that message into my life. I thought, okay, you've got things like that going on around you. You've had things like that going on around you for a while now. They show you a vision. They show you something. What are they showing you? They're showing you your big, bold vision. Now, you know, th the logic and the reason part of this is where we start, oh, that doesn't make sense, or I'm just making it up. Who cares? Who cares if you're making it up? Who are you trying to convince? Who do you need to, you know, show you're working out to? That message about Persephone and the High Priestess was a message for me, and it was meaningful for me. I won't go into the long story of that, but, you know, it, it had a message for me. And you'll see it in whichever context you see it. You know, I, I like the language of mythology and astrology and stuff, but you may not. You may like other things. 
So you'll see it in a different way. You might see it through a celebrity. You might hear it through something else. You know, someone that you resonate with. So seven of cups. Yes. What is a dream worth pursuing? And I'll get to that four of cups in a moment. But with judgment, it's, you know, you've got death over here. That's been the south node going through Scorpio and all of that. And we had since Scorpio season, probably this is talking about these, what we come in with. But here with judgment, it says whatever you have done in the past, whatever it is, good, bad, ugly, won, lost. You know, this is not even about resting on the laurels of, you know, our past victories. We're not doing that. We are reborn. We are reborn anew now. We go forward into a new life, which means we sacrifice our old life. What is your life? And I was saying at the beginning, is it what you do? Is it how you do it? I would venture it's how you do it. Now, here's the fascinating thing that I love about this deck and how the reading is coming together. It's, remember that Ace of Wands at the beginning, the spark? Look at this star card. And those of you that are listening, um, it's the Tower of the New Visions. And you see the star card from this side um, rather than from the front, you know, how we usually see the lady with her her jugs pouring out the water but behind her or in front of her from the way that we're looking but traditionally it would have been behind her we see that ace of wands lit and it is lighting up the way that little spark that you have within you is what now shows you what the vision is shows you what your vision is now so very clearly judgment and the star this has the stars in this but you know it's it's aquarius and it's pluto and aquarius you've had a taster of that this has probably been going on since last year right with all of this but now you have the four of cups so what are the four of cups tell us i love this four of cups because you can see this kind of pegasus flying towards um the person sat under the tree but remember your relationship with the three cups has changed that too is the past maybe you don't have the support that you had before maybe you don't need the support that you thought you needed before maybe there's a new social circle coming in maybe your relationship with community has changed you know this remember what hawthorne was saying we are connected we are unifying our presence now with each other not trying to compete with each other or get better or worse and this is not prizes for all the notion of prizes becomes obsolete when you begin to look at the world in this way. This is not, you know, you get a trophy for participating. And so, you know, meritocracy just goes out the window. No, it's not that. It's redefining what has merit. It's redefining what we see as merit. And understanding that, you know, you may be the best, um, and now I'm thinking of this thing, the three of pentacles in my head, but, you know, you may be the best architect in the world, but you need someone to build that. You need someone to make your vision come to life. You may not be the one that brings that vision to life. In the same way, you may not have a vision because your job is to help someone else's vision. that kind of very individual where we have to do everything ourselves i need to come up with the plan i need to come up with this i need to do all of it every stage alone of course we don't know what to do of course it feels too big for us and that's that humbling part of manners as well where you know say for example i've got 
I don't know, like, you know, a, a something that I want to share or I've got my way of viewing the world. But maybe my way of viewing the world is better expressed in a group with a panel of people. It, you know, it. these are all things that I've thought about myself. Whereas before, maybe I don't need a channel to myself. Maybe I don't need a, a website to write everything on by myself, you know, that now it's that and that's one of my favorite words at the moment you know the juxtaposition of me and other person highlights both of our messages rather than just mine um it's a really weird example but you know if you think about friends and some of you may disagree with me but you remember you know everyone knows friends and joey was hilarious on friends he was not so funny in when he had his own show maybe that was just me i did not find him funny um, in his own show you know it was the juxtaposition of you know uh, Joey and Chandler when they had scenes together that made Joey all the more funny but it made Chandler all the more Chandler as well so consider that because I think that's a massive message of this week you don't have to know that you don't have to know what the relationships are who's coming to help you who's coming to do any of that kind of stuff but what's going to get you going forward especially if you know the pressure's off you you know i don't have to pick it all i don't have to do it all alone i will be supported i am supported hawthorne right protected stability grounded right i've got this i don't know what's coming in i need to just be aware of what is in my cup and be willing to share that so seven of swords there's a very knight of swords a vibe to this seven of swords the way he's running um with those swords because usually he's like creeping away this one looks like he's running at full force away so seven of swords if that was what is a dream worth pursuing what is a risk worth taking what is worth coming out what is worth coming out of the shadows or what is i mean he's running towards the moon literally if you look at it this way what is worth running into the shadows what is worth leaping into the unknown challenge five of wands which is fascinating if you look at it after the four of wands it's um progression we have here we have the nine of pentacles we have the three of cups i love this so much okay now think about this seven of swords so yes what what is what is the risk for you now all of these all of these are are <clears throat> excuse me all of these are minor arcana cards coming out i mean all the bottom rows i mean apart from temperance as the advice is minor arcana which is you which is how you deal with things it's your day-to-day -day. um now that risk card what is worth the risk what is worth coming out of the shadows the five of ones is challenge yourself i had this so last night I had an impromptu hangout with um, some of my friends. I, w I went to visit a friend. She hasn't been well. And I just thought I'd just pop in on her because I've been so busy. I thought I'd take a walk, go to the shops, pop in on her, see how she is, see how her mum is and then come home. Turned into pff, an hour I was meant to be out and I came home at 2am <laughs> because we just hang out. We were laughing. We were playing this. Someone had brought a pub quiz um, cards. And we split into two teams and it became very clear to everyone very quickly that 
I knew all the answers to everything. And I've just always been that kind of a nerd, just always read a lot. I, I like quizzes, crosswords, you know, just typical that. And some of the younger people there, my goddaughter was saying, oh my God, I want to come and hang out with you. How do you know all this? And I said, just read books, do crosswords, like, you know, that kind of thing. And I said to them, and, and the reason coming back to this is not just to blow my, oh, trust me, I, I'm, I am, um, I have an, a lot of useless knowledge and facts that run around in my head. One second. Needed a sip of water. So sometimes, yes, you know, uh, there was a time in my life, probably about 25 years ago, where I took great pride in knowing so much, but it's just useless knowledge trust me in the in the day-to-day -day stuff when it's a, a pub quiz game yes it's funny <clears throat> um that we were doing that but what did come out of that was what i said to them is a lot of people get stuck in what they prefer what have i been saying all year like live beyond preferences you know that the whole of this past year that's what we've been talking about living beyond preference <coughs> excuse me with judgment coming up, it's a new life. Why would you go after the same things? Why would you do the same things? Why would you only be open to, you know, ten of cups? If you've made the ten of cups into what makes me happy, rather than what does it feel like for me to be happy? Like what is that feeling within me? Beyond what gives you that feeling, and one of the bits of advice I, I gave to someone that who's who I'm a mentor for is this was years eight years ago. I said to them, if you want to learn to swim, go swim with the sharks. At the moment on the Discord server, a lot of us are doing this suck list thing, this Goggins, Huberman thing, right? But if you if you only stick to what you prefer or what is easy or that you know, you will not learn anything new. Remember the Seven of Swords. You will not have resilience you would just say, I don't like it. I don't want to. That's not who I am, right? To everything until, well, then you just remain what you are, who you are, what you get, the choices that you have, the, you know, everything remains the same. And so living beyond preferences isn't about making yourself miserable, but it's knowing that there could be other things out there that I like, that maybe where I have stuck to my preferences. And if anyone says it's very easy to say I'm living proof of doing this I mean I'm literally doing it by not doing personal readings anymore the fact that I cried for two days and described it as having a broken heart <clears throat> um, I'll, I'll, I'll go a little bit further on that if you've not if you're not on the discord server to what I actually shared and I shared it when it was happening this was on Thursday evening is Every time I've ever made a change in my life, it's been because I wanted to be better. Because I wasn't happy, right? It wasn't that I was happy. I wasn't happy. I wasn't happy with where I was. I wasn't happy with what I was doing. I wasn't happy with my finances. You know, I was miserable or I didn't like who I was. And so I always wanted to, um, you know, get be better, ascend, right? Or improve or grow for the first time in my life and it, and it really speaks to self-love guys and know this within yourself it doesn't mean that you don't love yourself it means you do love yourself for the first time I really think that the in the last seven years since I've been doing these personal readings and these videos for you guys that's been the best version of me the best version of me so why wouldn't I just stay there 
Because then it becomes the Four of Pentacles, the Four of Cups, the Four of Wands. And you can be happy, you know, and I would, I'd be happy. I can go back, you know, and I know it's always there for me. If it doesn't work out, if I end up like, you know, I'm going to be starving this year because I have no income, you know, whatever it is, then it's always there. I can always go back and start doing something that I'm good at. It's, temp it's you know, a skill that I have. Nine of Pentacles, it's something that I've mastered. I've got it there. It's always there. But where's the challenge? And sometimes, so when we challenge ourselves, we challenge ourselves by facing the things that we did not want to risk. Four of Pentacles, that we did not want to be vulnerable in. I told you this right from the beginning last year when the North Node moved into Aries. We talked about this in Aries season. Aries is the sign of taking healthy risks. It's that's one thing that was going to have to happen, right? With Aries energy is what risks are you taking? Which means you don't always look good, which means you don't always win, which means, you know, sometimes you make the wrong choices. But if we're not defining ourselves by the monuments that we that we build or that fall, we're defining ourselves by how we show up, how we collaborate, what we do with that energy, what are the choices that we make, what are we trying to do? Now, I was talking about World War Two, and I've been reading that book, um, The Fourth Turning, so a lot of World War Two stuff's coming up around that, is... We commemorate so many people. I mean, even in my brother-in-law's um family, his his grandfather, you know, there's books written about him for, for what he did in World War Two. But we don't think they failed because they didn't survive, you know, that they got taken out. We we have um we applaud their actions that they took, that they tried, that they fought, they may have got taken out. You know, there's so many countless people that died in wars but and i'm not glorifying war i'm trying to put a face individual faces um you know and blessed are you that you if you know someone or you're related to someone who's done it doesn't have to be war like, you know whatever mission they've done maybe if the battle was with cancer right it doesn't have to be a great war out there but it doesn't diminish them if if the illness took them out they didn't fail because they weren't able to beat it, they didn't fail. They didn't lose a battle. And, you know, I don't really like that phrase. They lost their battle with cancer. And it's like they fought hard. That's Those warriors go down, but they fought till the end. So the way that we look at things, that that's the main thing. That's why I keep going off on these side tangents. Is they're different. It's different now. And so... I think with that five of wands coming up with that seven of swords, that is about the things that you've never wanted to risk, where you've never wanted to be vulnerable. That is, and, and it's not that you don't, like the four of pentacles says, hey, I don't have enough. I need to hold on to this. The nine of pentacles says that what little you have, right, in the nine of pentacles, the results of whatever you've done in your life up until this point, it will become a gilded cage. Doesn't matter how little you have that it will become a gilded cage, it will become your prison. Yes, I mean, how do how would you enjoy the fruits of your labour? Is to use it to do something. Or, it, you know, that's why both the Nine of Pentacles, sorry, the Nine of Pentacles and the Four of Pentacles, they're both comfort zones. One is, I don't have enough. One is, I've got enough. It doesn't matter if you don't have enough or if you have enough. They both 
they both will prevent you from being or doing anything else <clears throat> and they're both very lonely cards if you think about it <clears throat> nine of pentacles is a virgo card four of pentacles is a capricorn card they're both very lonely cards the four of pentacles guys just sat there all by himself protecting himself by himself the nine of pentacles lady yeah she's got this amazing um garden she's got all these pentacles that she's accumulated from all the hard work that she's done but she's there by herself and even there's that notion of the the falcon that she has on her arm it's mastery of like i mastered this i've mastered this side of myself then how do you share that now three of cups what skill do you have that you now take to others that you bring? I don't mean you have to work with anyone. You know, I don't know if you're a tarot reader, you're going to do your videos by yourself, right? But don't lose sight of the fact that you have a community. You can create a community that you share ideas with people, that you're responsible for what you put out there. And you're not responsible for what people hear and what they do with your messages, but you are responsible for what you put out there, right? You're putting this out there in the world. That's just an example. So we have this support. How do I show up? Whatever skill set I have, how do I put it out there with that challenging myself of, you know, um, there's there's something around this of something that you didn't want to be seen as or you don't want it, you don't want to show it, right? And not because, not even because you were afraid, it doesn't even have to be any of that kind of stuff because you didn't know it was there to be seen. That's what I get with that moon and the ace of wands. But that's just something I like to do. That's just something that's, you know, a spark within me. But there's something about it's an abundant quality that you have that you get to now share with others. That is what lights up. Remember the star with that ace of wands there? That is what lights up your vision. It's that little ace of wands, tiny spark that you have within you that brightens up the sky and shows you what your vision is. Let's see what two of cups is in the future. Actually, no, let's do the temperance first. So the advice, because it's the present-based card, right? The advice for temperance is we take everything that we've done, everything that we've been, and we know that we're creating something different with it. We are there's a unified presence that is about to come. Like, you know, the angel is there saying stop for a moment. We don't just want to keep accumulating experiences, we don't want to just keep adding you know, this book to the bookshelf, do whatever, read this book, do whatever. What do we take with all of this? All the changes that have happened, whoever we've ended up as, whatever we are being reborn as, however the vision has come about, no matter how big it feels in the sky, no matter who we now find ourselves as, as we stand here on the precipice of the, not even the precipice, we're stepping, we're, we're this change that we are making um, and even if we don't, even if your life is about to stay exactly the same as it always has, the world is changing around you. You may not be willing to change a single thing about yourself, but hear what comes out of the mouths of partners and family members and, you know, friends or your local like doctor's surgery or the, the local shops. Like, so the world around you is changing, whether you are changing or not. So temperance is, it's pause. It does talk about, you know, I haven't said it for a while, but divine timing. Well, what does that even mean? It means that this is not the same time as it was before. It's a Sagittarius card. 
and it's time to take stock of like, whatever I have. And, you know, she's pouring out her waters in the star. But here it's like, what even water do I have? You know, it's the alchemist who's creating something else. And I'm doing the infinity symbol with my hands. If you can see it waving around there. So um, we have the Knight of Cups and we have the Ten of Pentacles that come up to clarify temperance. Which So the Ten of Pentacles is a long-term commitment. It's, it's our legacy. It's the dreamer. The Knight of Cups is the dreamer. Really allow that dreamer inside of you to come out this week. Because you can't, cannot have a dream without the dreamer. You cannot have a vision without the visionary. What is that part of you? Because even with the Ace of Wands, what the Ace of Wands lights up is not the sky. It's lighting up the lady in the star card. She's the one that's being lit up, which she is the visionary. She's the one that sees that. She's the one, you know, we can talk about however much the star brings us guidance and hope and it's the vision and all of that stuff. But somebody has to see it. Who is that part within you that sees it? What is that part of you that feels it and sees it? Let's get one more. One more, one more, please. I don't want to do one more. What have I not said? I mean, even here, so here we were looking for a foundation. I'm doing it because it's underneath the, the Four of Wands and the Ten of Cups in the past. So, you know we 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 can we have the, we have a vision here we have a dream we know what it feels like we may not know the specifics we know what it feels like but here with the, the knight of cups coming we are led by it knights always progress the situation it's pisces energy knights always progress the situation and how do we move forward the ten of pentacles is both our legacy and our inheritance and that's what temperance is saying so we're, we're bringing in if you think of the archer who can see the future and what's over there right um the freedom and the the, the truth seeker we've got with sagittarius temperance energy coming up how do we take that and combine it all so nothing individually sticks out in that sense it becomes something new it becomes what we are led by with that cup there we go. All right. Thank you. So again, we've got this infinity with the two of pentacles coming up. Um, and the eight of wands as well with this. So this kind of feels like something speeding up. Like we may slowly be blending things together, but with the eight of wands and the Sag card as well, it begins to speed up that things are speeding up here with the eight of wands and the two of pentacles. What is the two of pentacles? This is our day to day. This is taking care of business. This is what we do, how we balance things. Um, but again, it reminds us if you keep doing things the way that you did, you'll stand there forever. And in front of this guy in this deck with the two, but he, he's got some sheep in front of him as he stands there doing that. Behind him is the ocean, remember? So are you focusing on the same things? What what are you focused on? 
because the eight of wands will talk about focus as well it's how do i engage with it how do i have a conversation with it now and this does feel like the pace picking up like with temperance it may you know it's like i don't have time to slow down i don't have time to you know take stock of my life and say like, what areas have i been focused on uh, temperance and it's like wait have you been focused on one area like the sheep have you been looking at that that's again externally we're looking at one area outside of us that it might be work it might be relationships it might be money whatever it is but temperance is almost saying hang on a second like what is the part of you that's focusing who is the one manas right who is focusing which part of you dear viewer is focused on that area who is focused because as much as yeah we're talking about big bold vision i really think like it's who is the visionary in you because judgment says there's a rebirth around that knight of cups says hey that's the the dreamer is now must lead the way now there's two of cups coming up here in the future let's have a look remember three of cups two of cups these are all about emotional support and you know there were hints of that in we've got the queen of wands um in both the oracle cards ace of wands again with the queen of wands are these two cards coming up yes they are all right so we've got aries and libra coming up here um the two of cups is commitment right it's um we both feel the same way like we all feel the same way forget both right we all feel the same way we all connect with one another it was that line that i repeated in hawthorne about that we're there for each other the commitment that we make to each other but we've got the queen of wands how do you commit to another person by showing up fully ace of wands and the ace of pentacles come up here so this is you know think about what i was saying here with the four of pentacles and the moon we've always looked for an opportunity outside of ourselves to show up like i can only love when the right person to love shows up i can only do x y and z when x y and z shows up you know whatever it is but we look for it outside of ourselves this is much more dynamic this is much more self-directed this is much more expressive now with the two of pentacles and we've gone from the fours at the top to the twos at the bottom right if you um if you look at the the two of pentacles over here remember i talked about what is he focusing on why is he focusing on that that's the what do i have to work with i've got i've got these sheep to work with and i want to keep doing this but with the two of cups coming up there as well how what is the gift of you like how can you share what you're feeling and who you are it's by showing up that's what the queen of wands sounds that sounds very simple um because you've got the queen of wands the ace of wands um she knows what she wants and she knows how to get it how does she know how to get it she's very social she's very out there she shows up she's very physical in her whole physicality by showing up that's how she conveys a message she leads by example with the ace of pentacles coming up there as well this is the seed that you sow this is the commitment that you make now the fact that the ten of pentacles came up in the advice it may be that you are wrapping up old commitments or ways of committing or how you spend your time you know that in your life 
but it's not a waste. It still becomes your inheritance. It still becomes a part of your legacy, the fact that you did it. It's not what you did. It doesn't matter how long you've been doing it. It doesn't matter if your whole life you've been doing it. You have an opportunity now, Eight of Wands, Temperance, to engage with it in a different way and to make a different commitment. That's why we go from the Two of Pentacles to the Ace of Pentacles in the future. This is what I commit to. This is the seed that I sow, Ace of Wands. This is the energy that I give it. Now, Queen of Wands, yes, Aries energy. We got justice here as well. And it's it's there's almost a Six of Pentacles vibe to all of this future energy, which is Taurus, right? In that the way to connect is to connect, is to show up. Like, you're not, if we keep looking for opportunities outside of ourselves, right? You know, that I'm only gonna, if you are worthy of my love, if you are worthy of my attention, if this job is worthy of, you know, my vision or whatever, we won't see it. That's what the moon says. That's what the four of pentacles says. Because all we see is the challenge. And all we're doing is what we're really saying. I statement is I will not be vulnerable until you can reassure me and guarantee to me that I'm not going to be vulnerable. Right. That, that I'm not really going to be vulnerable. That it's safe for me to show up as me. And I shared something on the Discord server today around that. Uh, some uh, that v, uh, this VR police claims and stuff like that. You know, it's and again, it was that parent-child dynamic of like we're still looking for people to you know give us permission to be us, to take care of us. But why would they do that if we can't do that? How can something that we cannot be? How can we find that reflection out in the world? So we've got new ways of being, Ace of Wands, new ways of committing, new things that we're committing to, Ace of Pentacles, what we do consistently, how we spend our time, effort and energy and new ways of showing up. And that in, in and of itself is the balance. It's the balance. Remember, you know, you guys have heard me say this, what, since 2021 now? How long has it been? I don't know, 2022? It's been, no, it's two years. It's been over two years. I'm sure of it you know it's not this or that it's this and that and with temperance coming up it's this that and the other remember i always said that with temperance it is what is born of that you can take two things you can bring them together two people two situations two options whatever it is but they give birth they create something else that's really important here to look at that of you know i don't have to pick this or that but which what do i how do i engage with it i can engage with both of them in a very different way and i kind of feel like that is it yeah, guys i'm definitely calling this unified presence unify with whatever it is they are both you the fact that you're considering two three four five six however many options you're considering remember in the four of cups the guy's non-plussed by his options they're all you if you consider them they're all you when you unify all of that whether it's in your heart whether it's in your actions whatever right you talk to it you engage with the people you do whatever what comes out of that because that is the option that is the thing but it, it requires engagement eight of wands it requires alchemy, temperance, bringing it all together. You can create something new out of this. If you're still looking for a plan, ask yourself, am I looking for a plan in the way that I've always looked for a plan, right? And then what's changed? 
It's not just about changing the plan. It's about how you plan. It's not just about, you know, changing um, the vision. It's about how you have your visions, where you find your visions, what inspires you. I could go on and on with this one, but I think I'm going to leave it right there. There you go, my lovelies. Those were your messages. I love you guys very much. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for being here. Um, I just appreciate you guys so much. I've had such an emotional kind of end to this week. And you guys are so much a part of that. Thank you to everyone that's going to ride out this last week with me. Some of you have had your book readings booked since November. I'm pledged and I have committed to give the best of myself in the, these final readings. And I have been doing that. Um, the rest of you, thank you so much. Thank you to everyone that made donations, especially after last week. Even some of you sent messages saying that, you know, oh, I'm sorry, it's not a lot. Trust me, think about this. If everyone who watches my videos, everyone just, you know, threw a buck or two bucks my way, it would make a difference. So no amount is too small. I, I really appreciate you, especially now for doing that. And just because there were a number of you that did it, I think there was because something about donations came up in last week's weekly so i it did make me chuckle and i love you guys thank you for interacting with me in that way thank you for helping me to keep the lights on when i am at this transitional space in my life let me know how you guys get on with this i look forward to hearing from you those newbies that have showed up on discord or are thinking about it some of you had message you don't need to know anything about technology to join discord most of the people on there that is their first encounter with that kind of tech so you'd be absolutely fine it will take care of you. Uh, it's not a crazy, wild, you know, super busy kind of server. It it's it's not that busy. Trust me. You know, sometimes it has its moments, and I definitely have been typing. I've been trying. I started writing essays on there. I was thinking this is too long. I need to find a different way to to share this. But I do share on there quite often. I look forward to hearing more from you that are on there or that are thinking about joining. But there you go. I'm gonna stop rambling. Love you. I will see you next time. That's all for now. Goodbye. <laughs>